0: Hey, this is Dawn from Reaching Women Everywhere. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're gonna to be discussing Kent Crockett's book called Slaying the Giants with Debbie Snyder. I have an excerpt from our discussion. We're gonna be listening to it over the next several podcasts. So let's welcome Debbie. Hey, Debbie. Hey Dawn, how you
1: doing? Good,
0: welcome to the podcast. Um, Today, we're actually going to be rehashing Kent Crockett's Slaying the Giants chapter on contentment. Uh, we had such a great Zoom meeting today on that, and there's just so much to talk about. So I'm so glad you could be here with me.
1: Oh, it's my pleasure. I, I enjoyed talking about it this morning and looking forward to, um, you know, to continuing talking to your audience about it. it was, it's a great topic
0: and again i'll i'll have all that information on my webpage and on the facebook page and how you can join us if you're led to do that um but we're talking about contentment or um or how even discontentment can be a life-changing issue uh we have uh, I know god has a lot to say about it and uh, i don't know debbie do you want to share a little bit of a personal illustration um from sure. your
1: yeah, um, well, what we talked about um, earlier in our in our um, in our Zoom call was the connection between discontentment and entitlement—the feeling of of being entitled to um, certain things—and and I shared with the group that that that's um, that's a huge thing in my life, and when I was reading um this chapter it's chapter 3 in our book um and it really hit me it really sat in my heart um god revealed a lot to me in that chapter that you know because i i'm i'm the only daughter in my family i have two brothers i have an older brother and a younger brother so i'm i'm the middle child number 1 number 2 i'm the only girl and um i was raised Um, Also, not so much just being the girl and wearing the princess crown on my head, but also in a family that um, because of my father's um, uh, occupation and and his um, he was in in politics that we um, had access to certain things. And if we went somewhere, we always got, you know, certain treatment I'm not saying that that's right and we never mm-hmm. asked for it but it's just the way of the world and right. um, so I was used to that kind of quote unquote special treatment with things and I think what I was trying to tell the, the group is that this this discontentment that I'm feeling now in my life is could be stemmed from the way I was raised and what I had access to when I was younger and now, because I'm walking with Jesus much closer than I was, He has revealed to me what is most important in my life, and you know, having the things I used to have and want and desire, I no longer do because they're not important to me. So, so now going through my everyday life, I get through these fresh, get into these frustrating feelings of, you know, I'm I I look at something and I I feel like I'm entitled to better or for more, and then that just leads to being discontent all the time. And I'm right. don't want to I don't want to live like that anymore. Right. You can't have peace
0: when you're following Jesus Christ in the ways of the world. Exactly. You can't have both. No. No, we said you can't serve both God and money. That's it's,
1: right. That's pick. right.
0: Yeah. We have to pick for sure. Yeah. And no, I, I get that. I had uh you know the discontentment for me, I, I wrestle with it right now. I'd be lying if if I said otherwise. Uh, And not that I'm not happy where I am, but I I do find myself looking back sometimes and thinking, did I miss God? Did I do this wrong? This was this way. And now it's not. So I blame myself. I don't blame God. But sometimes you think, well, I know, you know, maybe it's supposed to be the other way. Um, And I left a lot of my adult children in another state. and. I'm in Pennsylvania. They're in Florida. So it's far and I don't get to see them all the time. And um, I know the Lord led me to where I am very, very clearly. No questions. And but I miss them. And, you know, my mind goes back there and so it, it can breed feeling discontent or even sadness sometimes. And God, God has brought to my attention a lot of times the, uh, the story about the Hebrews and they were enslaved for the Egyptians and he brought them out. He saved them. And they kept looking back and they started quarreling and complaining. He, he led, he had given them provision and, and protection. And so I'm not giving you the whole picture of my, my story. Um, So it does apply a little bit more than from what I shared. But the point is, if we're trusting God to lead and direct us, and he's providing that it's sinful and wrong for our minds to go back and look back or compare and think, and then justify feelings of discontentment. And that's what the Hebrews were doing. They became very discontent. And it says in uh, Exodus 17, 3, that they tr- they tested the patience of the Lord by saying, is the Lord among us or not? And because their physical circumstances had changed. And I think often, um, at, well, I know often as when we are uh, walking with the Lord, that our physical circumstances are going to change many times over. And we can't use that as a gauge whether or not God's with us or leading us. We have to know and walk with him close enough to know that when he is leading us and and guiding us. And he says that he, he never leaves us or forsakes us. He says that man makes many plans and God directs the steps. So if we are living with him um, according to that, then we can have peace and know and be content no matter what what's going on.
1: Oh, absolutely. And, and another thing that he, he showed me while, I was reading that chapter is that discontentment, um, it's an internal problem, not an external. Yeah. A lot of times we look at our external circumstances and, and blame those circumstances for our discontent. Um, but it's really an internal problem. It's a heart problem. And, and our heart needs to be right before we can enjoy anything that the Lord gives us. And He gives us so much, but but if if our hearts aren't prepared to receive it, we won't be happy with with anything. Yeah,
0: you know, and I and I, you know, it's 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 hard, it's a hard pill to swallow because I think it is all there in some respect. But I, I don't really believe that the Lord is doing it in a condemning way. It's more of a a pointing to say, I want you to have a peaceful life that is abundant and, and joyful and this is how you get it because you know he's not saying you're you know you're discontent and blah blah i don't think he's he's there to make you feel bad he's saying these things for a good
1: Yes, and and what we need also need to do is identify, of course, the enemy is going to come in, he's going to be saying things to us, and we need to identify, like, for instance, I I when we talked about the different myths, there were three myths, and, and one of the myths is, if I could be happy with someone else, or I'm sorry, if I could be with someone else, then I would be happy, and that's, of course, you know, either relating to, you know, a marriage or, or, or sure. a relationship, so... So if, if, you know, you say to yourself and, and that's Satan speaking to you, well, if you only were with someone else, then you'd be happy, you know, or right. if I could just go somewhere else, then I would be happy.
0: You know, honestly, if, if we cannot find scripture and I'm not saying pick scripture out of context by any means, I mean, truly find what God is saying to back up our feeling, then OK. But if not, I think often our feelings are contrary to God's word yes yes
1: absolutely and 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 a great scripture is is jeremiah twenty nine eleven. for i know the plans i have made for you plans to prosper you know and 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 i don't know the whole scripture i should actually get that out and read it because it's it's very good um but it it you know the the lord has planned for us and he planned the best for us he right. knows what's best for us. Uh, I want to. I want to bring that up. If well, uh, it, comes, it comes down to trusting him and yeah, um,
0: trusting us, and I know it's very different uh, from what we hear in society today, because it tells you, you know, be be true to yourself, listen to your feelings. But it says in scripture that the heart is deceitfully wicked, and. The Lord, we have to go based on what the Word of God says as our plumb line, and and what that is true, truer than what we feel at the moment. And I have been, I've had um, the depression after having a baby. I, I haven't had clinical but depression, praise God. But I, I have family members who have, and um, and there's other other feelings, of course. But th- those um, thoughts during those times are. Just so real and very heavy, and you know God's word uh, speaks saying that you know you can be healed and and uh, be anxious for nothing, but let your requests be made unto God, and and He He speaks to us that gives us uh, deliverance for everything that we deal with, instead of us just having to embrace. Um, whatever we're dealing with and accepting it as the end result. Like, don't be anxious or worried about anything. Actually, I have it right in front of me. But in everything, by every circumstance and situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, continue to make your request known to God. And that's um, in Philippians 4, uh, chapter 6. And then the next verse in 7 says, the peace of God, and then the peace of God that passes, um, peace which reassures heart, that peace which transcends all understanding. Yeah, stands guard over your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ. And it's yours. And it's, yes. so it doesn't, it doesn't lean on our own understanding. It transcends it. That's what no. God does. So what did so, you pull up? Over- and our,
1: own, our own understanding is influenced by so many of the secular things in life that do come up void. Sure. They do, they do come up void in our life. So it all depends on where you're you know, stemming that from. So what, what did you just ask me?
0: No, you, were you looking
1: up scripture that you- Yeah, might. Jeremiah. I, I was looking up Jeremiah um, 29, 11 and I'll, I'll read it. I had it right here and then I, I just lost it. It's, uh, uh, oh. oh my goodness, here it is. Okay, so uh, Jeremiah 29, 11 reads, for I know the thoughts and plans The thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord, thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil to give you hope in your final outcome. So that's that's um, in the Amplified Bible. So we have to again, it goes down to trust, um, to know that 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 God has already planned this out for us. It says it in his word and we need to surrender to that and and seek him seek his face um for for our our plans for our life and and i know you you always cite um the scripture of man man can make many plans but god god guides Direct his steps, steps
0: directs his that, steps or guides his steps yeah that's just i feel like that's my my go-to verse because it just it it encompasses so much um psalm 34 10 piggybacks what you just said, where it says those who seek the Lord lack no good thing and seek the Lord and his ways of doing things and his, uh, his righteousness. Um, You know, we're pursuing a life of godliness and uh, it goes, it talks about godliness with contentment is great gain. Uh, First Timothy six, six, I'll read, I'm going to read a little bit here. It says, but godliness actually is a source of great gain when accompanied with contentment And it says that contentment, which comes from a sense of inner confidence based on the sufficiency of God, which I just think I love that because it, Paul talks about being self-sufficient in Christ. And it's so different than the message we get from the the world that talks about, you know, being self-sufficient, being um, a self-made person, because here you have confidence. And so we're not supposed to be inferior, lack confidence, but we have it. But because we know, who's living in us because we have the very, su- we have sufficiency of, of the creator of, 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 God, who, who, who made all of them
1: living, living in us. And again, going back to that heart, the heart issue. And, and I love how John 635 says, Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never be hungry. That's and right. he who believes in and cleaves to and trusts in and relies on me will never thirst anymore uh, that's right that uh, is just so fulfilling and and so uh, it just it brings peace to you when you you know I, I just love god's word it's well, just so cleansing it's so cleansing
0: well he has and he's saying he's telling us like this is how you get deliverance from things this is how you have uh clarity and deliverance and contentment and a life of godliness and Food, I mean, there is nothing that he's not gonna provide he's willing to provide for his children. And in Romans twelve two two, it says, you know, don't be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed, and progressively changed. We were just talking about this before. As you mature spiritually, by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes, so that you might prove for yourself. What the will of God is, and that which is good and acceptable and perfect in His plan and purpose for you, and I just, I love that because um, it, it's a transform progressive change in our life. We don't ever arrive um, we, until until we get to heaven. Constantly changing us as we uh, seek Him, um, so and and all it, the benefits of seeking him are not just eternal, they are eternal, but they're also applicable for today here.
1: Yes. I I love, I love how, how we talked about how progressive, you know, how progressive God, um, it, it is in our life that we go from one step to the next and nothing that we live, um, through is, is void. I mean, it just leads to the next step and ultimately gets us to where, um, God wants us to be. I mean, my story with, um, with what I'm doing right now with going back to school and, you know, having my own business, if, if I didn't go through the frustrations and the hardships and the confusion, um, of, of what I went the past, you know, 15 years, I would, it would have never led me to where I am today. So, um, you know, it's that progressive, um, change it's you know it's it's
0: spiritual as well as it's physically that spiritual maturity and growth cha- transforms your your natural life here on earth and 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 the, the very things you're doing like saying it you know god has a path and it's the right path but as you grow spiritually you can see him taking you to new things in him and i i mean i get that i'm even i have a degree in um Fine arts, and I'm an illustrator, and um, and he's put it on my heart. So I'm working on children's books because that's a that's a ministry world in itself uh, to yet yeah, for young people. Uh, so and it, God has a ministry for all people in, in their own sphere of influence. And I, you know, I want to encourage everybody to not feel like you know that God doesn't want to use you because He needs everybody <laughs> he, he needs, needs exactly. exactly all of us yeah. all of us to work together um and, and in different places you know that's the whole bo- i love that the illustration as a of a body as a whole but we look we think of a, a physical body which is just a, a good analogy all right? because so but we all can't be eyeballs we all can't be feet you know we all can't be a mouth we need every single part of uh, the body to to function as a whole um, that 's
1: right to do to do its part and and to work together again work together um unify towards towards a single purpose and that 's to glorify god It that, is, you know that's uh, that's what what i try also to do um to to bring more contentment with with everything um that i do is is do unto the lord because when we 're doing well, unto the lord that 's when he 's going to Feel he's going to um, fulfill us, and and the glory is all his. It's not me. It's it's nothing Debbie did. It's nothing Debbie accomplished. If if I surrender to him and I allow him to work through me, now he's getting the glory, and we are working toward the common that common unity in in Christ.
0: It's it's true, and and we are yes. we're like we've talked about before building his kingdom. Yes. And- our own. And the idea of contentment uh, is done with a, a spirit of gratitude. Uh, and it's it, we can't be grateful for what he has done for us. If we think about salvation alone and have a grateful heart for what Jesus Christ did for us, died on the cross to give us salvation, how can we be fostering a spirit of contentment at the same time? Yes. We can't, they, they, yeah. they, are, they cannot be together. Uh, they're, they're so losing. And I really feel like it really comes down to where our focus is and do we trust God? Mm-hmm. And if, 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 if our focus is on him and we do that by reading the word and, and focusing on the things of God, uh, I'm not saying we can't, <laughs> we still cook dinner and do lunch and, and life. It's just, you know, where is our, our, where are our thoughts and where are our responses coming from? Are they, are they honoring to him? And what are our focus? Is it about, um, is my focus on what I need to obtain for my happiness and my joy, or am I more concerned about the hearts and lives of others for the sake of him? Um, and I, and then just trusting God to, to provide whatever we need whether if it's physical stuff, healing, um, a, a different attitude. He, he promised he'll even change our attitude. You know, if we ask him, um, he's just
1: waiting. He's, he's right here just waiting for us to connect to yes. him. Yeah. And, and I, I love the illustration that we talked about too today. Um, I think a lot of people can relate to this is, is the, the dog holding the bone in his mouth and he was he was looking over a bridge into, into water and the water was reflecting of, of, of himself holding the bone and the dog automatically wanted the bone that was in the other dog's mouth that was an illusion. And at times we want something that is actually an illusion in our life. It's not the real thing. So what did the dog do? It went and charged after the illusion, wanted that bone, dropped the bone that was in his mouth that went into the water and he went to grab something that was not even there. Really? So, you know, when, really? when, when, when I visualize that things in my own life that I'm seeking things that are really just an illusion, it, it makes what I do have in my hands or in my possession. It, it doesn't, it doesn't give it any um, attention because I'm always seeking something else. Oh, it's, it's true. And, and
0: often when we look back
1: um, opposed to looking forward, we, we look
0: back and think, well, if I did this differently, it would end differently. Well, it, it's only ending differently because you're thinking up the scenario in your head. And so in your own imagination, you're thinking it would end up as this way. And you, we truly do know how something would end up. And the Lord has spoken to my heart very directly. It's not that I heard an audible voice, but real answers when I saw him on some life changes that I had made where he's you don't know all that I know and, and you don't know what I've protected you from and and he's right like I don't I, I can't see the picture I don't know what I know has happened or what I'm thinking could have happened which is not even real like you said it's not it's that fake, it's an illusion it's, a, it's the it's reflection right of, of the bone and um I think we just need to just trust him and and
1: And we have to realize another another um thought is um i was talking to someone and you know we've all been to parades in our life um and 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 you're looking down the block and you're looking at the parade coming at you and you basically can only see like you know maybe a block or two away from where you're standing on the street but where god sees this parade is above and he sees the very first and the very end of the, of the parade. And we have to remember that, that he sees everything in between. All we see is just one block up and we could see maybe a band coming at us or a fire truck or whatever it is, right. but God sees it all. Right. Yeah. And knows it all. It, well, he does. And we, that's,
0: that's that trusting that he's, he's God. And then we're not, <laughs> <laughs> like when you really think about it, it's almost silly. You know, I like how we about. fight it. How how we fight that, you know. <laughs> oh, we, we think we know so much, you know, or that we've got to get or even out in our heart of trying to, to seek and please him, I think we get caught up in relying too much on ourselves. I really yes. I, I really think to go to take away from um this chapter and really and God's word that we get to talk about today uh was to mm-hmm. I mean, first to a spirit of contentment by being grateful to god the father for who he is and all that he has done because if he never did one more thing for us ever he's done way more than we have ever done. that's right and way
1: more than we ever deserve
0: we never deserve anything well <laughs> hell yeah. fire right uh, because yeah. I, I i laugh i shouldn't laugh it's a serious thing but the truth is jesus came and died for us and gave us life and and now this abundant life that we can have through him uh, and be connected to the Lord and so when I just hearing me myself say these words I think what is my problem of ever having a feeling of discontentment. I am embarrassed embarrassed
1: I, ashamed yes yes I, it's, and and God doesn't want to he doesn't want us to have that's not him he doesn't condemn. No, you no, know? he does not condemn. So if you're feeling that we, you know, know that that's not from the Lord, right. that's he convicts. He right. convicts and us because, you know, the enemy will
0: tell you you're not
1: good enough. Blah, blah, blah. But but the truth is,
0: you know, there is a sense of us real recognizing what's a wrong attitude. And I want us to walk away today with knowing that let's choose that contentment and, and gratitude towards him to, to defeat that spirit of so um let's 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 pray together sure. and, um i'm so glad we got to talk about this today i look forward to discussing the topic next week is about um tell me because i oh it's on it's on i
1: like, got it right here uh <laughs> doubt it's on doubt <laughs> i forgot
0: it's on doubt 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 that's right see <laughs> i was doubting i remembered it's on. Yes! I'm already there. All right. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the time that we're able to come into your word and to hear from you and uh, help us to recognize when our heart is discontent and that we just don't put uh, too much weight on our own feelings, but rather we just uh, hold on to the weight of God or to your, of your word and accept it as final truth. We ask your blessing on everybody who's listening today. And we just thank you for all that you've done. And we, in Jesus name. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Debbie,
0: Yes, for doing this with me. This is awesome. It. Oh,
1: you're welcome. My pleasure. I enjoy doing it. And hopefully we'll, we'll uh, connect hey, again next week. That's we the plan. All right. God bless. Talk to you soon. Okay. God bless you. Have Bye. a good weekend. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today at Reaching Women Everywhere. And we will see you back here next week. God bless.